to another episode of the Gridiron Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Paul Edgington, joined by my co-host, Derek Cook. Derek, the time's finally come. We are bringing back our betting episode tonight. It's How are been, you feeling about talking some bets? It's been fucking long enough, my friend. I will tell you what. Um, I guess I'm kind of excited about this this episode. They're going to be a little different than what we've uh, put out previously because obviously the season hasn't started, so we're not doing uh, player props for games and stuff like that. Um, but I am excited to, to do this again. And for my understanding, are we introducing the new name of this segment? Yes, yes. This will be our, our cream episode. Cream. As, uh, a lot of you older older folks out there know, casuals, everything around me. Good old Wu-Tang Clan. So that's what we are. That's what the betting episode is all about. Just the money, making money, building a bankroll. Just casuals, everything around us on this episode. That's all we're looking for is the money. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to get rich, but that's not going to happen. But as long as we can net a positive, I'm happy. Absolutely. That's about where I'm at. So um, on this episode, we're going to talk about uh, player props, season-long awards, um, some of our Heisman picks for college, obviously. Um, I'm not sure if Paul has any, but I've got some um, like Super Bowl champion and Super Bowl matchup picks that I'm going to go over. And we, we might have a couple. Of, oh, I'm sure Paul's got some IDP picks, too, as well. Um, but I think... Overall, I think that's about what we're going to go over. So, Oh, yeah, player props, team props, awards. I do have one IDP prop so far, but unfortunately, I am down in North Carolina now, and we won't have sports betting until after, I think it's January 8th, what we're looking at right now. So I do have a notebook, you know, a notepad on my iPhone, full of bets that I do want to place when I make my trip back to Columbus this upcoming week. But just one so far, and lots of Heisman National Championship that seems to be uh, my go-to so far when I did place the bets. Yeah, I haven't placed uh, very many college college bets, like uh, like you said, National Championship and stuff. But I've, I think I've got four or five Heisman, Heisman bets that if I uh, hit on any of them, I'll be sitting pretty pretty. So well, As soon as they released the Heisman odds, I placed more bets than I probably should have at this point. But yeah, that's, those that's odds when are I, so damn juicy. Yeah, that's when I did mine. Like I said, four or five of them, but the the odds were just I could not do it. So we talked about on our Debbie show, well, at least I'm pretty sure we have about you know a couple guys that were dark horse Heisman guys to us that are no longer really dark horses. I don't believe, but we we did make some bets for them months and months and months ago, and it came out, and at that time they were dark horses. So the the odds that we got were. I'm sure, 10 times better than what they are right now. Oh, yeah. I haven't looked at them recently since I can't place them, and I've already done quite a few, but I'm sure we got them at the, the best odds possible right after they came out. I would I would hope so. So, but We'll go ahead and dive into things. Uh, we've, we use DraftKings and FanDuel mainly. Yes. I dabble in the other ones every now and then, but those are not important right now. Most of my all of my season longs went to DraftKings and FanDuel. Yeah, most cool. all mine went to FanDuel, but my Heisman ones are on DraftKings. Makes sense. I don't think I have any Heisman on FanDuel either. Uh, yeah, nope. Looking at the betting sheet, I keep track of 
Agar mandalı. There you well, go. We'll go ahead and kick this shindig off. First category will go with uh, season-long NFL player props. So, Derek, I'll go ahead and let you give it a spin. If you got any over there. Uh, yeah, I do, actually. So, um, you said season-long player props, right? Yep, NFL. Okay, so I felt like this one, to me, made, in a way, tons of sense, and the odds were crazy good. So, I got... Josh Jacobs' most regular season total rushing yards, considering he led the league last year in rushing, I felt like that was worth my money. I got him at plus fourteen hundred. So was he I, the odds-on favorite? Fuck no, he was like fifth. I got I, I I placed three bets for this same prop for three different guys. So I got Josh Jacobs at plus fourteen hundred, which I love the odds. I put five bucks down. If it hits, I win seventy-five. I got Derrick Henry at plus seven fifty. Same thing. I put if I put five bucks down, I went forty two fifty. And then the last one I did, I think it was this was who was the best odds. It was Nick Chubb at plus six hundred. Again, five bucks wins me thirty five. So, I mean, odds are one of them probably leads the league in rushing next year. If one of them hits, I'm po- I'm I'm positive. So, I to me felt like I I mean I like hedging my bets. To me, those are the three that I liked. There, it's, there's a chance that not one of them hits, and if I don't, I'm out fifteen bucks. But if one of them hits, uh, like I said, Chubb was plus six hundred. If I hit, it's thirty-five bucks plus the five bucks in my pocket. No, thirty-five bucks I get back. I'm sorry, but I make yeah, twenty. I make, I make I make twenty bucks. So why not? Yeah, that that's what it's all about. Whether you make a dollar or you make two hundred. Oh, I lied. Profit I had, is what we're shooting for. I had one more. I had Jonathan Taylor at a plus seven hundred, another five bucks. If I hit, it's you know, I get back forty. Right, see, going with the old school kind of props, the old rushing props. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? I don't think I have any receiving props. I I took advantage of uh I guess DK calls it their special props. Uh, first one I did was Bijan Robinson to have 100 plus rushing yards in eight eight or more games of the regular season. Got that at plus 650. Threw five bucks at it. It would pay about $38. I think that's a pretty damn good bet right there for 100 plus rush yards in about half the games. I, I can easily see that happening. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility depending on how they use Cutter or Patterson, but absolutely. And then sticking with the Falcons, I got Kyle Pitts to have 120-plus receiving yards in any regular season game. Only got that at plus 225 through five bucks. It'll pay a little over 16. Just a nice little bank bankroll builder. Again, the odds are pretty low considering, you know, season-long props and whatnot. But I think that also is getting – Pretty good chance of hitting it. Just takes one out of seventeen games for it to happen for him. Yeah, he just needs He's to go off one game. Yeah, he just needs to go off one game. One hundred twenty-five. I think. I think very easy with the, you know, Desmond Ritter throwing the ball. Yeah, absolutely. It, like I said, just takes one game out of seventeen. If it was still Marcus, is yeah, yeah. If it was Mariota, these odds uh-huh. would be a, a lot higher. Yeah, I don't know if I'd bet if it was Mariota, but with Desmond, I'd. I'd, I'd take that bet for sure. But then I got Deontay Johnson 
to have over 825 receiving yards. We got that at negative 105. So be just shy of doubling my money. I threw 10 bucks on that one. He's had over 850 receiving yards the past three years. So once again, I think that's a pretty damn good bet of happening. Then one you'll love. I got Trayvon Diggs, your cowboy, at yeah. over three and a half picks this year at plus 105. Yeah, I, I know. We, we uh, talked we about talked this. About this. Yeah. 3-11-3, right? Yep. His rookie year, he had three. Second year, 11. Last year, three. I'm, I'm betting he's going to have another big year of picks going on the even year. I would uh, – man, I would hope so. Uh, as, as a Cowboys fan, I'm hoping he gets at least six. So I'm I'm with you on that one. Plus, with having Stephon Gilmore on the other side of him now, I believe that's I think it's going to help him out a hell of a lot, especially with his risk taking as he did two years ago. I think he's going to have a pretty damn good season. But the the only uh, caveat to him and in interceptions, which was his, he took a huge step between year two and year three. Uh, like you said, he was extremely risk takey. He took a lot of risks when he got those eleven set recept and eleven interceptions. He was either getting burnt or he was getting interceptions. Um, last year, he was actually more of a like a true lockdown corner. You know, he he didn't let up the the crazy yardage and stuff like he did year two. He actually uh, not maybe not statistically, but as a a true corner, had better numbers. Yeah, he definitely is an overall corner. Improved a lot, played a lot better from that aspect. But I'm I'm looking for the INTs once again. You know, throw another ten bucks at that one and a little over double my money coming back to me. But it looks like that's all I have from just the strictly season long player prop projections. So we'll go ahead and move on to NFL team props. I'll kick this one off. I did a Pick a division winner for each of the four divisions. Or just four division winners, period. Obviously, there's more than four divisions. But I picked the Bengals to rule the AFC North once again. And I did take the Jets to win the AFC East. So between that, took the Lions to win the NFC North. And then the probably the longest shot, the Falcons to win the NFC South. So I did all straight bets, five bucks on those. Then I threw them into a parlay for five bucks. So that parlay would bring me about three hundred seventy dollars if that all they all four hit. There you go. That's not bad. Um, I I kind of copied you in in a sense. So uh, NFC North, same as you. I, I did pick the Lions at, at plus one forty five. Um, the NFC South, I'm a little different. I I didn't pick the Falcons. I picked the the Carolina Panthers. They were plus 330. I figured, why the hell not? Um, AFC North, same as you. I picked the Cincinnati Bengals at plus 130. And I put 10 bucks on that one because I felt like that was a, a pretty safe bet. So it turned 10 bucks into 23. And then I believe you said the Jets. I also picked the Jets at plus 250, put five bucks to win 17 and a half. That one, though, I also hedged my bet and I also. Uh, did the the Buffalo Bills because they were also plus one thirty, so that one I wanted to hedge a little bit, so I I wouldn't lose if the Bills win it. You know I make a buck fifty basically to cover the the Jets bet. If the Jets win though, I'm sitting pretty good. 
All those are five dollar bets besides the Bengals. They were ten. I feel like that there was a, a pretty easy one to pick. I put a full unit on the Bengals. Now we're speaking. Who day? Yeah, I didn't do any uh, hedging in my bets yet. I just made these once the they first dropped. So I'll do some hedging later on for sure. But these were just my initial, I guess, my initial reaction to all of them. Right. I will do, obviously, we're going to do more bets, and we'll probably talk about them later as well. I am going to do some parlays for division winners. I think that would be fun and interesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those are the, a lot of, sorry, I'm tripping over myself here. Those are very common that I've seen in the betting industry that are very good cash out options. Right. You get all four teams leading at some point, you'll get a pretty decent, decent option to cash out at some point. Yeah, I'll probably do one and probably put like 20 bucks on it, you know, and hope to make a, a, a good chunk of cash. Absolutely. But I know for me, so far, that's all I got for NFL team props. I know you got some Super Bowl ones and some other weird shit going on over there already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me let me get down to it. So I've uh, like you said, I've got some some Super Bowl matchup props. So um, one that I wish we would have saw this year but I think is, is still a good possibility for next year. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Philadelphia Eagles at plus 2,400. So I figured I, all these Super Bowl odds are, are great odds. Um, I put five bucks to win 125. I, next one, uh, a rematch of this past year, Chiefs versus Eagles, plus 1,800. Um. Okay, that's all I got for the actual matchups, but I also have Super Bowl champs, you know, just outright champs. Uh, I've got Kansas City Chiefs at plus 600, uh, Philadelphia Eagles at plus 800, and Cincinnati Bengals at plus 1,000. So if, if any of those three there teams win, and I put uh, five bucks on both the Chiefs and the Bengals, and I actually put 10 on the Eagles. You think the Eagles are they're your favorite at this point? Uh yeah, they were they had the second best odds. Um, but yeah, I think the I think the Eagles are even better this year. I think that uh some of them defensive draft picks they made, man. I, oh my god, they killed I have draft. I have a hard time picking against the Eagles this year, brother. I really do. If Jalen Hurts comes out this year and does does, you know, ninety, ninety five percent of what he did last year, and I think that defense is, you know, Went from a 92 overall to a 97 overall. Um, man, they're going to be right, a tough man. team to beat. They're going to be a tough. Can you tell me I'm wrong though? I mean, they they're going to be fucking tough, man. Oh no, Jalen Carter is going to be a game changer in the middle. Him next to Jordan Davis plugging up that middle. Ooh, they, that's going to be scary. They killed this draft, man. They really did. Yeah, you put, so yeah, they're just gifted them the players. Just let it. Oh happen. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they they just love them Georgia dogs on the defensive side. Um, but yeah, I'd, right now they're my they're my favorite to win the Super Bowl. I'm a closet Bengals fan. They're my second favorite. Um, I'm sick of the Chiefs run. I'm I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes having success. Not really, but um, you know they're they're my third favorite. The Chiefs are. Can I have some variety in there in your bets? I mean, got to have some extra rooting interest and have some fun with it. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, you know and. Being that the Eagles are a uh, division rival for my Cowboys, um, it, it sucks to say they're my odds-on Super Bowl favorite, but 
you know, I, I do have some pride in, in the division. Same thing on a college side, you know, if I would hate to say it, but, you know, if the, the Wolverines made it to the national championship game, I would root for the Wolverines, I guess, to, to win it because of Big Ten pride. You know, there's there's not very many Buckeye fans out there I feel like would say that. Call me a little delusional, whatever it is, but, you know, you got to support your division also. There you go, baby. Speak that one to existence for me. Coming to a new time. Nope, I'm not speaking into existence, but if it happened, that's I, that's what I would do. It'd probably take a couple six-packs, maybe a 24-pack, but it, it'd be going. There you go. I'll, I'll get you a 24-pack. Don't worry. I have it delivered for you. There we go. It'll be on me. That's right. That'll, we'll move on from that. Settable bets to uh, NFL awards. You know, rookie of the year, MVP, offense play of the year, anything like that you've got going on over there. So, um, yeah, I've got, I've got a couple. Um, I didn't, I don't, I didn't do any like NFL MVP awards, um, but I did do offensive rookie of the year. Um, I did Bijan Robinson offensive rookie of the year. I actually have two different bets because his odds got better. Um, at one of them, I had plus four fifty. Yeah, plus four fifty, and then uh, before I did it, I think he was plus three hundred. Um, I have Bryce Young as NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year at plus four hundred, and then I've got Anthony Richardson Offensive Rookie of the Year at plus nine hundred. So, I figured. Uh, I honestly think that Anthony Richardson is my favorite to win it. Um, mm-hmm. And at plus nine hundred, I think that's an easy. I think that's easy money. I actually put ten dollars down for that, and that'll win me uh, ninety-five bucks. I think ninety, yeah. right, on, right yeah. around a hundred, something like that. I'm on the Averitt's two true train as well. I've been on it, the one of the leading caboose guys on there. But I have the I have the same thing, plus nine hundred for that. Then I have another one on Averitt for plus seven hundred. Just did five bucks on both of them. Just still good odds when I was scrolling one day and said, fuck it, why not? Right. And I also got Bijan, of course, plus 300. And then I took a stab at Jameer Gibbs for plus 1,100. I thought about yeah. taking him. I saw it plus 1,100. I, I thought about throwing five bucks because that's, man, easy money. Yeah, the next one on my list is uh, Bryce. I'm not going to do any CJ Stroud. No. Bryce will be the last one, I last player. I look at for rookie of the year. I think it's a Ridge or Bijan if he has a crazy season. Yeah, I'm 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 right there with you, a Rich and Bijan. Uh, CJ, I think or not CJ. Bryce has a I think an outside shot to win it. Depend, you know, in a way, but I don't I don't like. Um, or I I like like Jonathan Mingo and stuff. So I think he's got an outside shot. I feel like Anthony Richardson has the best shot considering all the weapons and having JT around him. Um, as much as I'd love for CJ to do it and some of the positive coach speak and positive teammate speak coming out about CJ, I just I just don't like the Texans, man. I really don't. But um yeah, again getting back to uh CJ, I I don't I don't like him. I, I like him as a player. I just feel like um, my reasoning for not putting him 
uh, on any of my bet sheets is I feel like he's got some Derek Carr in him. And the, the reason I say that is uh, kind of said it a lot in our, our Debbie shows last year that once he um, gets a little flustered and is no longer on time, he a uh, bit of a head case. So that was my, my main reasoning for not having CJ on any of these. I, again, I, I like Bryce young and Paul moved to North Carolina might try to make my way down there to, to see a game or two. I think that we talked about it before too, that uh, Bryce young or the Panthers are going to be playing the Indianapolis Colts would love to go to a game, see Bryce young against Anthony Richardson. Um, but uh, for me personally, that's about all I've got for um, like rookie of the year season awards and stuff. Again, I, I don't have any uh, MVP uh, awards to do, um, but I think that we're we're ready to move on to some of our our Heisman Heisman bets. So um, I think that I. So I've got one, two, I've got four of them. And um, I made all of these bets at the at the same time. And they were as soon as they uh, they hit DraftKings. All my previous bets were on FanDuel. I'm personally not a, a big DraftKings fan. I do prefer uh, FanDuel, although DraftKings, they've got those odd boosts and stuff that are, are I hear are pretty good work. Paul's told me about them. So I think that... Um, I'm going to try and do some of those uh, odds boosts from now on. But uh, my, my first Heisman bet that I have is um, I've got Kyle McCord at plus 2,200. Um, I only put a dollar down. And like I said, this was – Kyle McCord? This was – Back of quarterback? Well, hold on. Hold on. I had I placed this bet. This was before the spring game. This is when all – all these bets came out on DraftKings. Um, I figured, why the hell not? I put a dollar down at twenty-two hundred. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's uh, a possibility. I, I think at this point, I don't think it's a good bet at all. But I don't think that I can cash out to get my dollar back. Not sure about that. Um, no, but, no, I don't think so. I trust me. I've looked at him plenty of times. Like, mm, I don't really want to keep that one, but there's no cash out option. Yeah, I, I would I would love to cash out and get my dollar back, but if, if it odds are it's not going to fucking hit. It dollar down the drain, it is what it is. You know, it, it was a buck. Um my second bet, a teammate of his, actually from high school, I did a, a bet for Marvin Harrison Jr. Um I I put five bucks down and his odds were plus six thousand. So I could turn that five bucks into three hundred and five dollars. And when I made this bet, I didn't necessarily think it was kind of like a bucket, you know, just throw it at the wall, see if it sticks. Um, but mm -hmm. as we've gotten closer and, and getting closer to the season and whatnot, I, I feel like that we could be in for a, uh, a Devontae Smith-esque season from MHJ this year. And if if that happens, man, I'd be a, a, a fucking happy guy because I would think that would mean that the Buckeyes are probably undefeated. Kyle McCord or Devin Brown are having a hell of a year also. Um, you know, so to me, for plus 6,000, I will take the odds and and throw five bucks at it. Um, my my third bet, and you're going to like this one because I think you have the same guy. I put uh, – he's a plus, th plus 1,000. I put five bucks down on him. Jordan Travis. Figures. Yes, sir, my former 
dark horse candidate. Yes, sir. Again, like I said, all these bets were like when they first came out, I'm sure the odds of any of these guys are, are way lower than what they were when I placed these. Um, so that, that five bucks could has the ability to, to win me 55 bucks. And he is the, the lowest odds or the worst odds of any of the four that I did. So if any of these guys hit, say I only got four, I've got $16 down. So if, any of these hit, you know, six, 15 minus 55 minus 16 is 39 bucks. I'm, I'm a net positive. Just building up that bankroll a little bit and it allows me the opportunity to, to hit big. If like MHJ has a huge season. So I, I like that one. And then the last one I did who was my dark horse quarter, but my dark horse Heisman candidate, uh, Joe Milton at plus 1800, again, five bucks down to win 95 bucks. So that that's, all the ones I've got, those are all, you know, Joe Milton's my dark horse. I think he's still a dark horse, and I know that there's some people who don't like him out there. So, but I think I think it's a risk, a risk worth taking for me personally. If we see the same Joe Milton we saw last year and a similar offense as what he ran last year and Hendon Hooker went down, I think he, at worst, makes the trip to the Heisman ceremony. Oh, yeah, we've said it many times if- Hinton Hooker didn't go down. We believe he would have won the Heisman. And I think Joe Milton's going to have an even better season than what Hinton Hooker did in this offense. I think he's just flat out a better quarterback, more talented. I I, I agree with you on that. And, um, you know, and that's obviously taking your Michigan bias out of it and taking my Michigan hate out of it. I think Milton um, is by far the the better quarterback between him and Hinton Hooker. Absolutely. I have uh, a few similar ones. Of course, like you said, Jordan Travis. I got him and only plus 1,000, unfortunately. And then I did scoop up Joe Milton as well. What else? I also have uh, Caleb Williams. It's a chalky bet, but still a pretty good chance that he goes back-to-back. I don't think it's likely, but he's going to have a monster season once again. And I think they will be in the playoff this year. So that's going to help his stock as well. Then I also have Marvin Harrison Jr. I got about three different ones on him. The five, six, and 6,000 odds. So I love me some MHJ. Unfortunately, he's at the wrong university. But I can forgive him for that. Like so forgive earlier, him for that if he has a Devontae S season and wins it. I'll forgive him all day, huh? Absolutely. If he makes me a few hundred dollars, you're good in my book, buddy. <laughs> right, right. Go to the Bengals. But I think, unfortunately for his case, he will have to have a Devontae Smith type of season. And like you said, they're going to have to be a strong playoff team for that to happen. Yeah. If they're not a playoff team, I don't think he sniffs it, unfortunately, being a wide receiver. No, and we're talking for him to win it. I mean, he's got to be, uh, you know, close to 2,000 yards, 20 receiving touchdowns. I mean, it's he's going to have to put up Devontae. Smith numbers, just Devontae Smith plus, yeah, which he he very well could. It's it's a possibility for him. It's a pretty good one. I entirely anticipate Marvin Harrison Jr. to be. Uh, I mean, he he's the guy. I mean, I he can do it. I know he can. It's you know, but is he? Is he going to physically able to have that type of season? Exactly. I think one of the Different, different players we have is uh, Nick Singleton. 
I took him at plus 6,000 to bring home the, the Heisman Trophy. Just a, a long odds bet, five bucks on it. Maybe it happens. If it does, I want to have some skin in the game. I think he's going to have an even better season than last year. With Geraller coming in, I think they're going to lean on the run game a little bit more in the beginning to where he's going to be able to pump those stats up. I mean, it, it, entirely possible. I, I like the Nick Singleton pick. I might, um, yeah, like you said, I might toss some skin in the game for that one. Um, the the bad thing is I feel like the Heisman Award is the QB Award for, you know, one of the best teams. Um, and I I would love to put money on Caleb Williams, but unfortunately I feel like we will never see another two-time winner. Well, there's been several chances where it sh- arguably could have happened and should have happened, you know, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, uh, but it, it just hadn't, man. I just – I think Caleb Williams has – probably the best odds of any of those guys to do it. I just don't know that, that it'll ever happen again because, you know, just to say there's only ever been one two-time Heisman, I think that's that'll that'll be a award that – or that'll be a, a thing and an award that never happens twice again. I disagree it'll never happen, but I don't think it's going to be any time in the near future, possibly even in our lifetime. I feel like that's something that the Heisman Committee has in the back of their mind. That's not something they want to hand down lightly as a two-time winner. Right. That's that's more what I'm getting at. I mean, maybe never again is 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 harsh to say, but as we have some of those guys that are, um, you know, Archie Griffin, I, I guess, homebodies in a way, or you know, they're they're wanting to protect that two-time Heisman Trophy winner. So, right. Um, It'd have to be something crazy. I think Tim Tebow possibly could have. I think Johnny Menzel possibly could have. Um, I mean, Caleb Williams can. I just don't think it happens. I think so far, if anyone would be to do it, I'd say Caleb probably has the best shot, given the the players he has around him. You know, Zachary Branch coming in, Brendan Rice coming into his own finally the end of last year. Mario Williams. Back again. Uh, Deuce Robinson coming in tight end, and then Dorian Singer transferring in. So there's there's a plethora of guys to throw the ball to. But that's that's all I got for my Heisman Heisman bets thus far. I'm sure I'm going to play some new ones, but right now that's all I got. And I did a little bit of betting on who's going to bring home the natty. Of course, I have my Michigan Wolverines. We got about three bets on them. All thousand plus odds. Let's see. I got them, USC, Florida State, and Texas. No Georgia. No Georgia. Absolutely not. That's bad juju. Don't want none of that. That's bad juju. Yeah, they've already won it back to back. I'm not going three. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I will take the loss on the money before I bet on them. Right. No, I mean, I. I I don't have any any uh, championship bets in right now. Um, I'm sure I'll place some. I know I'll place at least one Ohio State one. Um, I'm not going to place a Michigan one. I might hit you. Yeah, I'll probably do a Texas one. I'll probably do a USC one. Um, and then I'll probably take, I don't know, some cockamamie out there school. I, I don't know yet. 
maybe like a Penn State, something like that. You know, something. they are one of my favorite dark horse candidates. I just haven't been able to place a bet for them yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll have so I'll have those three, and then a, a dark horse one like a Penn State. Uh, probably not Wisconsin, but yeah, some somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got for the natty. I do have one so far for a win totals. I took a Colorado special. I think the at over four and a half wins. So I think they'll get at least five. I think they're going to start three and zero to the season, and then I think they'll be able to hit five. So I put actually put twenty bucks down on that one. What are the odds on that one? Plus one fourteen. So it's borderline even odds, but I think it's going to happen. Another since that point. Their total has dropped down to three and a half. So apparently the books are thinking it's not going to happen, but I think it will. I'm confident in Dion and Shadur, Travis Hunter, and their gang of transfers. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm going to do some more win losses, but if you think of any of the big teams, Ohio State, Michigan, Bama, Georgia, they're all sitting at like 10 and 11 and a half. And a half. Yeah. You're basically betting on a perfect season, right? Or one loss season with a conference championship. Yeah, those those ones are. I feel like those ones would be harder than some of the lower ranking schools that have a lot lot less uh, win total mm-hmm. number. So I'll probably yeah, jump probably in on those the more like middle tier schools, like yeah. five schools. Right. I feel like that'd be a little bit easier money than than the blue bloods. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be betting on a perfect season or conference championship right now. Yeah, it's it's Anything it's way happen. too early. Right, way too early. Something crazy could happen. A season-ending injury during spring practice. It's yeah, I'm good. Exactly. But uh, those are all the bets I got for the time being. Yeah, the Colorado at three and a half wins. I'll probably jump in on that one if the odds are still positive. Yeah, this is last I looked, they are. I think it's going to be a very popular one, people betting on Colorado. Why not? Yeah, why not? Well, that's that's all I got this time. You know, we'll, Right now, we have no schedule for the betting episode, but we'll hop back on here and bring you another one once we place some more future bets or we just have any kind of strategy we want to talk about betting for the upcoming season. But we will be having them more frequently upcoming to the season, and of course, at least once a week during the season. And that'll be NFL and college. All in one episode, most likely, what we got going on for the week ahead, what we like, what we don't. Yeah, we're going to get back in the swing of things. I'm excited for it. Now we're going to have to remember that Paul over here is going to have to do some some different type of shit to make these these bets he's going to be using different uh different providers different different sports books than what you know uh i will be so we might we might have some workarounds to make it work but yeah there'll, there'll definitely be some uh finagling involving you know some books but i'll be using price picks underdog or like the player props uh sleeper but for like um game props I'm going to use what's called Fliff. I've talked to you about it, but it's gaining more popularity. Similar odds to DraftKings FanDuel so far from what I've seen. 
So I'll be using that for my game props, team props, over-unders, you know, money lines. But that must be price picks, underdog sleeper for me for player props. Right. Got to do what I got to do. I can't wait to get the real sports books back. That's right. We got a, we got a pretty good workaround for you, too. So. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be using that one. We'll, we'll take care of you over here in Columbus. It does a chat my ass. Waited 29 years of my life to get it. Finally get it, got it. And I only had it for about six months. Six months. And boom. Ripped to away a, for six to months. A, to a state that doesn't have legalized sports betting for another six months. Yeah, just a series of unfortunate events with that one. Damn it. In two states that are getting it, but I'm going to miss football season twice for it. Right. But That's it, all right. We'll, well, we'll take care of you, like I said. Well, I'm just hoping that national championship game for this upcoming season is a is a good one to put some money on because that will be the first thing I bet on. That's right. I'll just be happy. It'll be much like when we got it. You know, NFL playoffs coming up, that kind of thing. I know you and I made a pretty good killing during the NFL playoffs. Oh, yeah. I, I think I made like seven, 800 bucks just on FanDuel in the playoffs. So, um, I, I mean, and I don't use it anywhere near much as you did. So, I'd. Yeah, for, fortunately for you, you're not as big of a degenerate as I am. You've mostly been NFL through and through for the betting and some college. Yeah, I I made some good money. Well, and then March Madness kind of fucked me too, though. I, I was oh good lord, I, I was going to bet on March Madness again. Yeah, I I don't think I will either. I was doing uh, it wasn't just March Madness for me. I was there for uh, a little bit at the end of the season too. But I just was coming up some crazy ass parlays trying to, <laughs> you know, turn five bucks into thousands, and it just was not working. I couldn't come up with the uh, a baseline of exactly how to bet and what games to bet on. I just it was, it was not – I didn't make any money. I didn't lose a lot. I mean, I was making, like I said, you know, anywhere from like $1 to $5 bets, but it didn't work out. No, I remember I made one of those crazy parlays. It was a 11 or 13-legger money line during the conference tournaments, and I hit the first 10 or 12. I stayed up till about 2.30 in the morning watching this game on my phone on ESPN3. I bet on Southern Utah to win. It was a back and forth game for the first half. I had like a cash out option of like five fifty or six fifty. Put down five bucks. Could have won me fourteen hundred. I was like, oh, that's a good good return, but I think they're gonna win. <laughs> These kids come out in the second half, go up by twenty two. I'm like, I'm feeling great. I go to do some house chores in the middle of the night, keep my mind off the game. You know, just listen to it in the background since it's a big blowout going on. And slowly the other team's creeping back into it. And these motherfuckers hit a four-point play with like three seconds left to take the lead. And then Southern Utah, full court, wide open at the rim, blows a layup at the buzzer, and they lose. There goes my $1,400 right down the drain in a blink of an eye. And trust me, I... I tried to cash out. I was like, I'll take anything at this point, but couldn't get it. Just a, a hair late. Yeah, I'm with you. The March Madness and conference tournaments weren't, weren't too kind to me. Hopefully they will be next year, but I think I'll be more doing more of the uh, money line parlays as opposed to spreads or player props for that at least. 
And of course, me being who I am, I've been doing a lot of baseball betting, dabbling hockey, tennis, soccer, of course, boxing, MMA, Japanese League Baseball, WNBA, USFL, XFL, CFL, any kind of damn league that's got betting, I'm in there. So hopefully, with not having it, I'll be able to build up some bankroll in these other leagues with my season-long props and come out sitting pretty once I get it back. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that uh, college basketball one and that you, like you said, you stayed up late and then all of a sudden you fell asleep and, or something and you ended up losing it on the very last play of the game and you were madder and fuck. And, and like you said, you know, you're turning five bucks into, you know, five, six hundred bucks or whatever, but you're like, man, it seems like a shoe and I can double my double that. I'll take it. And if only you had, you know, like you said, not done some house chores and paid attention and saw the comeback stirring. Sure, the money would have went down, but at least you still could have cashed out once some money instead of losing. I mean, if it turned five bucks into a hundred bucks, I'm fucking happy. You know, I'm sure well, you could have got a buyout. I went to lay down and finish the game and fell asleep for a little while and woke up to like two minutes left and it was a back and forth game. I was like, oh shit. Cash out was gone. I'm like, damn it. I'm screwed. I just had a feeling they were going to lose at that point. I was like, yep, it's going to happen. Right. But it had you, you know, if you were awake or was paying enough attention and it was, you know, got down to like an eight point game, you could probably still could have cashed out, even though it was heading in the wrong direction. They still would have probably mm -hmm. cashed you out for, you know, a decent, you know, probably 50, 60, 80 bucks or something, I'd say. Why oh, not? Man, what a adrenaline rush that was watching that game. Oh yeah, I bet. It was kind of the same way when we did that NFL parlay one for the uh was it the first round of the playoffs? I can't remember. Yeah. Or the wild card round or something, and we did like that six leg parlay and um uh, I think we hit or damn near hit. I think we hit the first Buccaneers. I think we hit the first five and then the Cowboys and Buccaneers mm -hmm. game was the last one, and I think we both ended up cashing out or something. I yeah. made good money on that one. We did that and the uh, – I can't remember what it's called. The Round Robin. Round Robin? Is that it? Yeah, the Round Robin was fun. I can't wait to do some more of those. Yeah, I need to watch a video how that works. I know you sent me one. I need to watch that again. But, man, I made some money that weekend. I made a ton of money that weekend. Those did good on NFL or that uh, – that was wild card weekend, right? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. The I made, some, made some good money that weekend. I mean, a couple hundred bucks. We did great. I can't wait for football. I cannot wait. That's the so far. It's definitely the cash cow. Oh, absolutely. For me, I've. I mean, I've I've hit a couple NBA bets. Um, don't think I've done anything in college basketball, but uh, yeah, ninety nine point nine percent of my money has been made NFL on the NFL and. Maybe a little bit on the college side, but I think mostly. No, it was most. It was all NFL because college was pretty much over. It was all NFL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll be back with another episode probably within the next couple of weeks. See what else we put down. Like I said, I know I'm taking a trip to Columbus. By the time this releases, I'll be in Columbus actually, but I'll be doing some betting while I'm there and take advantage of it. So possibly another episode within the next one or two weeks coming at you. But appreciate you guys listening. Of course, please give us a follow on Twitter at Gump7285, at D underscore Cook, K-O-C-H, 9-3, and at Gridiron underscore F-S on all social media platforms. 
you could please leave us a rating or review on any and all platforms you listen to us on. We'd greatly appreciate it. Any feedback. Appreciate you guys tuning in once again, and we'll see you again next week. See ya. Thanks for listening.